This is Shi'ar Jashub, which in Hebrew means, a remnant shall return. Hi, this is Patty Scalzo, and I would like to welcome you today to our Bible study broadcast from the Church Fellowship of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. My husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, is currently teaching an in-depth series entitled Heavenly Authority. So let's go right into the Sunday service and listen as Pastor Greg ministers the Word. Let's take a moment to pray this morning for the collection and the sermon. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the good things that you give to us, Lord. And we lift up the collection before you, Father, as a small offering, Father, of the blessings that you give to us. And Father, we pray that you would give great wisdom every step of the way for this church, for this ministry, Lord, to proclaim your word over the airwaves. Father God, to be good witnesses of the gospel in our community. Father, bless the givers 30, 60, and 100 fold according to your word. And Father, open the doors for each avenue the church has to do your service, in Christ Jesus' name. And now, Father, we pray for the sermon, that no damage would be done to your holy word, but that, Father, as you inspired the writers, as your spirit, your Holy Spirit, meant these words to be interpreted, Father, help us now to do no damage, but to understand them and read them and Study the things that you have for us in this love letter that you give us in the Bible, that we would truly be learners, disciples of Jesus Christ. In his name we pray, amen. We obviously have special sermons for Easter, for um, Pentecost, for Palm Sunday, and then we've been doing uh, different topical sermons as the Lord leads uh, I'll discuss a different topic or give a sermon on a different area. But throughout this year, in between, we've been focusing on a teaching series called Heavenly Authority. And the Heavenly Authority series, we are trying in this series to understand the Lord's will for authority on earth, how he calls leaders, what are the leadership positions in the church, how do we know if someone is speaking from the Lord or not? And we've taken a lot of time in these series to study and to have a background understanding as we go into the New Testament, to look in the Old Testament and see how authority, heavenly authority worked in the Old Testament. The series brings us from Genesis to Revelation, so really it's also a study of the Bible. It's a through the Bible and we left off last time in the Old Testament book of 2 Samuel. And as we study these things, we learn a lot of history that otherwise we would not know. Remember the last time that we did the Heavenly Authority series that we studied, we saw the rebellion of David's son as we're focusing on the kingship in Israel. And we looked at the life of King David and we're toward the end of David's life time period is about 1000 BC, we saw David's sin, how even though he was a man after God's own heart, how 
he sinned terribly against Uriah, one of his chief commanders, when he committed adultery with Uriah's wife. And then he sent Uriah into the front lines and had Joab, his commander, pull back and let Uriah be killed. And even though David repented, and even though David was forgiven, we saw that that sin brought division in David's own household. And last time we saw the rebellion of David's own son, Absalom. How Absalom rose up against his father, and David was forced to flee Jerusalem, and Absalom was declared king. And then we saw the fighting that ensued between David's men and Absalom's men, and how 20,000 Israelites were killed in that war. And we left off last time with Absalom's death, how Joab, David's commander, against the wishes of David, when he sees David's son Absalom caught in the tree, he kills him. And then word reaches David, and we ended off in 2 Samuel chapter 18 and verse 33. And I'll read it again. Then the king, David, was deeply moved and went up to the chamber over the gate and wept. And as he went, he said thus, O my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, if only I had died in your place, O Absalom, my son, my son. In Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7 in the New Testament, it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Do not be deceived. What we sow, we reap. The law of the harvest. What you plant, you get back. And David, even though he was a mighty man of God, he planted in sin in the case of Bathsheba. Uriah's wife, and now he's reaping. And he's reaping in the death of the son whom he loved, who he saw betray him even as he betrayed Uriah. David is reaping for his actions. Absalom, who exalted himself up and practiced rebellion, he reaped tragedy and death. And the father's heart is being ripped apart here. And remember, the division in David's family, between his one son, Amnon, and Absalom, between Absalom and himself, is now reaching to the country. Absalom drew men from all the tribes of Israel. He would sit at the gate, and as the people would come in for justice, he would appeal to them and say, if I was king, I would do such and such for you. So he appealed to all the tribes of Israel not just Judah. Remember, Judah is David's tribe, his home tribe, his kinsmen. And in setting the people of Israel against David's servants, we'll see that a schism will grow until Israel itself, up to this point in the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1 Samuel, up to this point, when we say Israel, we speak about one people the 12 tribes of Israel, the children of Jacob. But now we're going to see something different. In the history of Israel, we're going to see a schism, a split. Just like that split in David's family, there will be a division that leads to a divided kingdom 
with southern Judah and northern Israel. And it starts in David's family. It starts with David breaking faith with Uriah, his commander. Let's see in this study of authority how a leader's attitude can affect the people. The people are greatly affected by the moral leadership, by the attitude of the person leading them. Let's look in the next verse, chapter 19 and verse 1. And Joab, Joab is David's commander, was told, Behold, the king is weeping and mourning for Absalom. So the victory that day was turned into mourning for all the people. For the people heard it said that day, the king is grieved for his son. And the people stole back. They went away by stealth. They stole back into the city that day as people who are ashamed steal away when they flee in battle. But the king covered his face and the king cried out with a loud voice, O oh, my son Absalom, O oh, Absalom, my son, my son. 20,000 Israelites have been killed. If Absalom had won, we know what he would have done. David would have been killed. His father, he would have killed his father. He would have killed all his other brothers. But it's David's son. He has a soft spot for his son. He's grieving as a father. Yet his grieving out of control is stealing the joy from the people. There should be a victory celebration. They won but they don't feel victorious. All they hear is David crying, Absalom, Absalom. So they start to sneak away. They, they're almost ashamed. They felt they did something wrong winning the battle because he's acting like something wrong happened. How the leader reacts will influence the people. And we have to be careful of mixed messages. Anyone in leadership, whether it's secular leadership, in the country, whether it's spiritual leadership in the church. Anyone in leadership has to be careful about giving a mixed message to the people they're preaching to, about proclaiming one thing, but displaying an attitude that's totally opposite. He sent out the troops. He wanted them to win. He didn't want Absalom dead, but they won. His attitude doesn't line up with the teaching, with what is proper. The people aren't inspired. They're confused. They're scattered. They're not thanking God for the victory like they should be. Rather, they're ashamed and they're hiding. And you have now Joab, his commander, who we studied was a pragmatist, right? We know Joab is not a perfect man. Joab can sin greatly. He's certainly not a holy man, but he's a very pragmatic man. And so when it was practical for him to listen to David and abandon Uriah to be killed, he sinned along with David. But here, in a sense, God uses his pragmatism to reach David. In this case here, we'll see that Joab actually gives him wise counsel though Joab is not a godly man. You read in verse 5, Then Joab came into the house to the king and said, Today you have disgraced all your servants 
who today have saved your life, the lives of your sons and daughters, the lives of your wives and the lives of your concubines, in that you love your enemies and hate your friends. For you have declared today that you regard neither princes nor servants. For today I perceive that if Absalom had lived and all of us had died today, then it would have pleased you. Then it would have pleased you well. Now therefore, arise, go out and speak comfort. Literally, it's uh, speak to the heart of. Speak comfort. Speak to the heart of your servants. How beautiful and faithful is the wisdom found in God's Word. I know in today's fast-paced world, it is difficult to find the time to write, but it is such a blessing when we receive your letters. And may I ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the church outreach of Shir Jashub Christian Tabernacle. Please send all correspondence and donations to Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B. Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut 06405. And if you will be in the Madison, Connecticut area, please join us for Sunday service. Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go south to Route 1. Turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. We look forward to being with you again on our next broadcast of Shi'ar Jashub.